first episode of this podcast will largely be influenced by Sandra Lee Bartke's Suffering to be Beautiful. Bartke defines femininity as, quote, a set of qualities of character and behavioral dispositions, as well as a compelling aesthetic that women must strive to embody, end quote. This normative femininity puts an enormous amount of pressure on the female and her body. The modes of training are cultural phenomena described as disciplinary practices. Participating in these disciplines stems from the feeling that the female body is deficient. These feelings of deficiency and inferiority drain women's time and money because women believe that they are naturally defective. But through the use of strict skincare routines, dieting, and exercise regimens, women feel empowered and sufficient. So up first on today's podcast is a longtime friend of mine, Anna. She's going to introduce herself, and then we're going to talk a little bit about skincare and how this fits into the disciplinary practices outlined by Bart Key. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Anna. I'm a senior um, right now in college, so just kind of winding down now in finals. Um, just been hanging out in quarantine, trying to exercise and take care of myself and trying to keep a routine, which has been nice. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to talk about skincare and the different ways I've approached skincare uh, over the years. So Anna, we just talked a little bit about uh, Sandra Lee Bartke's idea that these disciplinary practices that women often adhere to makes them feel that they are inferior without buying into these practices. What do you think about that? I mean, I, I don't know if inferiority is like the right, like the word that comes to mind for me, but I definitely do think it's like a set of social norms. Like I am almost whole Italian. I need to get my eyebrows waxed like every other week, you know, and like it's a social norm that like you have to have, like you shouldn't have hair on your face or on certain parts of your body. And like, I think for women, especially that's like difficult. Um, And so, yeah, I think that's definitely a social norm. Like it's like for me, as I've gotten older, I'm just like, wait, this is a part of my body. Like this is natural. Um, Like, why am I? waxing and going through all this pain like who am I doing this for and I I wouldn't say I don't want to say it's like driven by men I think it's more just like society as a whole like I think other women are just as um influential in this Anna raises a good point it's not just men that have an influence on how we carry ourselves how we take care of our skin and how we dress women too have an important influence in these decisions. We then talked at length about the adage, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Bartke is one of many feminists who agrees that restoring the concept of beauty to the individual is one important step in combating a lot of the societal pressures we face every day in determining how we carry ourselves and what we consider to be beautiful. Do you have any thoughts about, you know, going to this full extreme of rejecting certain things that might make men happy and um, maybe sexually attracted to women um, in response to trying to reclaim what it means to truly be beautiful? I think it's really a tough question because, like, as a 22-year-old woman, I've grown up with this set of norms. So even if they're not norms that I created, they are still my norms. Like for me, 
I'm in quarantine. I am not seeing anybody and I still shave my legs every like other day because I just like the feeling of smooth legs. I think as you get older too, I mean, at least I have, I've just realized that if there's like, for example, dressing a certain way, like I dress the way I want to dress. And if a guy doesn't like it, like it's tough luck. Like that's not the person I want to spend time with. So I think that's something how age can kind of help. Um, I think as a teenager and has, you know, a younger girl, it can be a little bit harder um, because you're a little bit more insecure, you're maturing. Mm -hmm. But as I've gotten older, Mm -hmm. I don't really think it's as much as an issue for me personally. Um, And and I've seen a lot of my friends, I think, develop and mature in that way, too, and just become more secure um, and confident, Mm -hmm. which is good to see. So it seems like what we're deciding is that women as they age perhaps become more comfortable with their own practices and don't think as much about who those practices are benefiting besides themselves and if those practices are bothersome to a person of interest or a male of interest then that kind of gives them the impetus to move on from that idea and surround themselves with people who don't judge them or reprimand them um, or even encourage them to look into other kinds of practices and ways of carrying themselves. What's tough sometimes is it's almost like unfair to assume that like I'm doing something to please a guy. Like I think that's just like almost, I mean, I don't know. I'm not like an expert on all the theories of feminism here, but I just think that that's like can be really unfair um, when another woman maybe assumes that I'm only doing something to get a reaction. I think it's so different for every woman. And if you feel like you want to reject norms, like I don't think it has to be in the same exact way as the girl next to you. Um, And I think that's really important that women like understand that. Say, I don't like dyeing my hair. Like I don't want to dye my hair ever. Um, But guys really like girls with lighter hair. Like I'm just going to be like, no, I'm going to go be with someone that likes my hair the way it is you know so Mm -hmm. um whereas other women may feel compelled to be a little bit more like I'm gonna push back on this in a more aggressive outright way Anna you shouldn't have to change your hair color for anyone keep it the way it is it's beautiful thank you for coming on and I look forward to seeing you at a social distance